0: Well, hey, good Tuesday morning to you. It's Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. Uh, Slava, Ukraine. Heroium, Slava. Uh, uh, Lake Mead. If, you got, if any of you are from Vegas. Lake Mead. They found another body. <laughs> I mean, these bodies have been there for, for 40, 50 years. But um, because of global warming... Uh, this lake it's in between uh, Hoover Dam and uh, Las Vegas it supplies Las Vegas its water. Are you been uh, you've been drinking human remains? I'm sure it's processed and you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> uh apparently this by boi- uh the body found last week it turns out that whoever it was was uh shot in the head. Execution style. Eh, something to do with the mafia in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, which they were heavily involved in. Um, they won't find out who killed Bugsy Siegel. That happened in, um, in uh, Beverly Hills, actually. at His uh, home in Beverly Hills. Right on the edge of Beverly Hills, actually. So, um, <clears throat> PVTV. Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. You know, one of the houses that Bugsy Siegel used to own um, before the one that, where he was killed uh, was uh, owned by Madonna at one point. Uh, she painted candy stripes on the side of her, uh, uh, of her driveway because she had this huge driveway that went up to the hill, and then she flew trees in to cover her house so nobody could see in. <laughs> um, this was up by the Hollywood sign. And the neighborhood was in an uproar with the candy stripes on her driveway. Anyway, um, little known news that's absolutely worthless for anything we're talk- uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about. But this is going to be a short uh, podcast um, because I, I guess since the house was off last week, not a whole lot of stuff is going on. It'll start warming up probably by tomorrow. We'll see. Anyway, I really appreciate you. Uh, um, I, I, every day I appreciate you. It's very nice of you to come. Uh, if you can, please bring someone with you today or tomorrow. That would be very, very nice of you. Uh, tweet to me your questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops. C Y B E R C L O P S. Send an enemy to me. Again, I was fighting with people this morning about that tweet from more than two weeks ago. It's insane. Uh, Next on the agenda for Putin. Excuse me. I feel like I swallowed a bucket of sand or something. Uh, Likely Odessa. That's what I'm thinking. And I've been uh, talking about Odessa for quite some time. Uh, To get Odessa, Russia will um, swallow up the entire shore of the Black Sea, all of Ukraine's. Ukraine's entire southern border with the sea. All that would be left uh, would be an 80 mile portion under Moldova that will be easily taken if they take Odessa because uh, uh, it's, it's, it'll, be, it, it'll be cut off from the rest of the country. Uh, it'll be cut off from the rest of Ukraine because Moldova is in between that portion uh, and Russia if they get that far. This is what Russia wants. They want all the Black Sea. How long have I been saying that? They took the Sea of Azov. That's what uh, Mariupol uh, was for. Ukrainian, um, hmm, yeah. With that, Russia's border will extend to Romania and Ukraine will be surrounded and forced to give up. They won't have their ports. They won't be able to get arms, Uh, I mean, they can still go through Poland, but that's much more difficult than what they're doing right now. It really is time for NATO to get into this war. I'm sorry. I don't like war either. But Russia taking Ukraine is not an option. It's absolutely not an option. As part of an apparent effort to disrupt supply lines and weapons shipments, um, they've been bombing Odessa missile strikes. Ukrainian officials say Russian forces have pounded away at the port of Odessa with missile strikes. The targets were unknown, but some images from Odessa suggest a mixed residential industrial area had been hit. On Sunday, 10 cruise missiles were fired at the Odessa area. Russia has used submarines to fire missiles, surface ships, and aircraft to launch missiles. 380 miles east in Mariupol uh, is Mariupol, where the last soldiers of the Azov steel plant are still holding out. Hopefully, uh, somehow, someone will be able to get to them. In recent weeks, Republicans have said that they would block aid to Ukraine because of the inclusion of COVID money in the package. Uh, So Biden has told congressional leaders to move the Ukraine aid package first without the $10 billion in COVID-19 aid that Congress has struggled to pass for weeks. It's very simple. Republicans don't want COVID aid because they want the American people to suffer. They want the economy to suffer because then they can point to the president and say, see what happens when he's in charge, when a Democrat is in charge. That's what the Republicans do every time they obstruct. That is their plan. Just keep that in the back of your head. Senate Republicans had insisted on the two Uh, moving on separate tracks, and the White House doesn't want the Ukraine package bogged down in the chamber, even though Democrats had been pushing to tie the two together over fears that the U.S. response to the pandemic could could get a setback. Of course it's going to get a setback, because Republicans want the economy to tank. That's why they blocked Build Back Better, along with Manchin, along with Joe Manchin, that piece of crap u uh, s State Department spokesman uh, uh, spokesperson Ned Price said yesterday it is a, uh, uh, it is a Russian playbook that we have that we have seen turn to time and again in Crimea and Eastern Ukraine. This is what Russian authorities and pro, uh, proto authorities have done in the past. They have sought to annex they have sought to conduct sham elections to give their occupation. The, this patina of legitimacy and our concern remains that they will attempt to do so again in, in territory in eastern Ukraine. Uh, the U.S. ambassador to the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe said last week that the U.S. has highly credible intelligence reports that Russia will try to annex the separatist occupied regions of Donetsk and Luhansk sometime in mid-May to make it a separate country that is a puppet government. And that there are plans to create a similarly so-called People's Republic in Kyrgyzstan to be annexed as well. They're trying to take over the entire east, which is south of the tip of Russia's border. If you look at a map, you'll see what I mean. Uh, Biden uh, signed the Ukraine Dem- uh, Democracy Defense L- uh, Lend-Lease Act of 2022. We talked about the Lend-Lease uh, stuff last week. Uh, he signed it into law in a White House ceremony yesterday, flanked by the nation's first Ukrainian-born member of Congress, Republican Representative Victoria Sparks. Uh, Biden told reporters in the Oval Office, I'm signing a bill that provides another important tool in our efforts to support the government of Ukraine and the Ukrainian people in their fight to defend their country and their democracy against Putin's brutal war. And it is brutal. I want to thank members of Congress here for getting this passed and everyone who supported the bill. And the bill demonstrates the support for Ukraine is pivotal, is pivotal, uh, pivotal (laughs) uh, at this moment. Uh, Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. We'll see if we can in this very short podcast that I'm extending with saying ridiculous things that are not needed at all. Uh, Chuck Schumer is going to make uh, sure Republicans and Joe Manchin announce where they stand on abortion. He is making preparations for a vote this week on legislation that would codify uh, the abortion rights that the Supreme Court's Right-wing SCROTUS, C-S-C-R-O-T-U-S, Supreme Court Republicans of the United States, uh, appear to be ready to overturn. It will not pass, but Republicans will have to go on record. I mean, it won't pass unless somehow we convince uh, Joe Manchin to support it, right? Uh, Schumer said Sunday during a press conference... Every American will see how every senator stands and that uh, the GOP can't duck it anymore. He added, Republicans have tried to duck it. Choice should not be up to a handful of right-wing justices. Probably all men, but we'll see what Amy Coney Barrett does. Uh, He went on, choice should not be up to a handful of right-wing politicians. It's a woman's right, plain and simple. House Democrats, with the lone exception of right-wing corrupt Representative Hen- Henry Qualar of Texas, supported the passage of the WHPA last September, Women's Health Protection Act, WHPA. However, the bill died in the upper chamber in February when right-wing Democratic Uh, Senator Joe Manchin joined all 50 Senate Republicans to block the measure before it even reached the floor. That's who we have. Because the filibuster requires 60 votes to advance most legislation, the latest iteration of the WHPA is destined for the same fate unless the entire Senate Democratic Caucus, including Manchin and fellow conservative Kirsten Sinema, uh, from Arizona and Vice President Kamala Harris vote to suspend it. We have a chance. We have a chance that um, Republicans from Maine or Alaska, Republican women senators, may cross the line to allow it to go forward. We may have a chance. At which point, Joe Manchin will seriously be called out. Uh, Representative Roe Khanna from uh, California tweeted, these. Uh, yes, this was uh, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. <clears throat> the Senate can end the filibuster and pass legislation to codify Roe v. Wade. It isn't too late to save the right to an abortion. Senator Bernie, and I prefer people say right to choice, Uh, Senator Bernie Sanders added that if Republicans can end the filibuster to install right-wing judges nominated by presidents who lost the popular vote in order to overturn Roe v. Wade, which is what happened, Democrats can and must end the filibuster to keep abortion legal and safe. So uh, if you're wondering what he's talking about, in 2017, Senate Republicans bypassed Democrats' opposition to Neil Gorsuch By lowering the threshold for advancing high court nominations from 60 votes to a simple majority. They started it. I talked about this last week. They started it. Lowering that that threshold. They shouldn't have done it. Uh, That rule change also benefited Kavanaugh and uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Anyway. I thought we had heard the last... Of Ferdinand Marcos, you know what? Before we go into this, I should mention, I, I, I didn't, I didn't put this in the report. I should have put it in the report. Um, a study uh, came out recently, and and this is going off the top of my head. We have a fifty percent chance of of reaching one and a half degree centigrade rise in the world, which is going to be devastating. A lot of people say that Democrats and Republicans are the same. They aren't the same. They aren't the same. We need to save the environment. We need to save a woman's right to choose. Even if you don't like Democrats, they are the enemy of your enemy. The enemy of you, your enemy is your friend. You have to vote Republicans out of office. They are destroying not just the United States. They are destroying the world. So, um, I thought we heard the last of uh, Ferdinand Marcos. Of, of course, he died three years after he was uh, uh, kicked out of the country, out of uh, uh, the Philippines. Uh, But I thought I heard the, the last of him and his wife, Imelda Marcos, decades ago. Polls closed yesterday in the Philippines, and it seems Ferdinand Marcos Jr., son of the dictator who was ousted decades ago, has been elected. A win for Marcos Jr. has now returned the Marcos dynasty to the palace more than three decades After the family fled a mass uprising in 1986, tens of thousands of people were imprisoned, tortured or killed during a period of martial law enforced by Marcos uh, from 1972 to 1981, according uh, to human rights groups. Tasked with uh, recovering the family and their associates' ill-gotten wealth, the Philippines Presidential Commission on Good Governance estimates uh, estimates about $10 billion was stolen from the Filipino people. The Marcoses were never held accountable. Victims of martial law are still fighting for justice against this man, his family, who committed these crimes. Uh, Marcos will replace Duterte, also not a great leader. Uh, The election also has ramifications beyond the borders. uh, With China and the U.S. increasing tensions in the Indo-Pacific region, Uh, the Philippines will likely come under growing economic and geopolitical pressure, particularly as its territorial claims in the South China Sea overlap with those of Beijing. So, this new president, Marcos, the son of the dictator, has a choice. A Marcos presidency may not be friendly to the U.S., but with China at their door, he may think of an old adage that I just talked about. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Uh, supporters, uh, supporters of the Marcos family, say the period um, was a time of progress. You know, when when the, uh, the senior was president or dictator, uh, a sign of progress and prosperity, character, characterized by the building of major infrastructure, infrastructure like hospitals, roads, and bridges. <clears throat> but critics say. That was an illusion of those, and those those projects were driven by widespread corruption, foreign loans, and ballooning debt, much like what's going on in Russia for the past 10 years. Uh, Marcos Jr. was 29 when his family uh, were chased into exile in Hawaii following the People's uh, Power Revolution that toppled his father's regime in 1986. Marcos Sr. died in exile in 1989, but his family returned in 1991 and became wealthy, influential politicians, I'm sure, with some of that $10 billion that they had hidden. Uh, You might remember when the people entered the palace way back when, they found how great the Marcos family wealth was. And forever... In the news, and I remember it. You might remember it. The example used was Imelda, uh, Imelda Marcos, the dictator's wife. Her shoe collection worth millions. She had an entire wing of shoes. She had enough shoes to put shoes on every uh, on the foot of every put- person that was uh, was without shoes in the Philippines. And there were so many stories done for the next two years on Imelda Marcos. Uh, And and by the way, the late night jokes were nonstop about Imelda Marcos. So uh, anyway, that's it. Uh, Yeah, like I said, slow news. It'll pick up more uh, tomorrow. Uh, I will say uh, Queen Elizabeth did not address Parliament today she was supposed to in a speech, but she's having trouble getting around right now so the uh king who will be um, uh, Prince Charles delivered uh the uh, her statements um, uh we I, I guess we wish the uh queen well uh, but uh it doesn't she's 96 And she's doing pretty good for 96. She's probably doing better than I am at my age. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. Uh, I truly appreciate you. It's very nice of you to come every day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Bring someone with you tomorrow. Even an enemy. Enemies are better because I, I I get a chance to argue with them. PVTV, Political Views. Uh, TV Podcast That's what you Google to find me Those four words Political Views TV Podcast I'll show up right at the top of the search Tweet to me Your questions Insights Or come fight with me As people have been fighting nonstop for the last two weeks Against me At Cyberclops C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S You can look at all the threads And all the things I, I really trash these people I really trash them For their lack of intelligence Anyway Remember Always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.